Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I'm a FOMO Sapiens. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you are too. And when you're like us and Monday comes around, you don't dread the new week. No, you wake up every Monday morning knowing that this week might just be the best one yet. This is Faux Monday, the snackable show that starts your week right with hot takes, life hacks, listener mail, and even some FOMO therapy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Faux Mondays, the snackable companion show to FOMO Sapiens, which of course will be back on Thursday with a full episode. On Thursday, we are talking to Felix Salmon. He is the author of a new book called The Phoenix Economy, all about what the heck happened over the last couple of years with COVID, supply chains, inflation, a lot of stuff. And he's so thoughtful. He is the chief financial correspondent for Axios. So he's just one of these people who he thinks like an economist. And he also just is in the mix of a lot of big ideas. So he's going to give us a way to think about the world and what is coming forward towards us and how to deal with it. So that is the combo. Now, I I like to pair the Faux Monday show with the interview. And this is a tenuous one, but... <laughs> I think it's a good one, which is that I was with somebody recently talking about the fact that they put on weight during COVID and they had trouble getting it off. And listen, I did too. We all did. So it's been a little project for me as well. And so what I want to talk about today is how to lose those pandemic pounds. I know this is not a fitness show, but it is a show about FOMO and it's summertime. We want to be at the beach. And I listen, this is a topic that I feel I have some domain expertise on because I have managed to lose weight. A bunch of times in my life, I guess that means I put on weight too. But as a kid, I lost 50 pounds in high school. I lost about 25, 30 pounds after the global financial crisis. I am now losing weight after COVID just to get back to my normal weight. And so I want to hold myself accountable. I want to provide my experience because I have these little hacks and tricks that could be helpful to you. And, you know, this is this is important because it's about our well-being and how we feel about ourselves. So I'm not here to shame anybody it's not about body image or any of that stuff. That's not what this is about. It's about looking and feeling good and being healthy. And yeah, that's the topic. So here is the deal. I did a little research and according to Harvard Medical School, 39% of people gained weight during the pandemic with a weight gain defined as anything above your normal fluctuation of 2.5 pounds. Now, approximately 27% gained less than 12.5 pounds. And about 10% gained more than 10 than 12.5 pounds. With 2%, listen to this one, gaining over 27.5 pounds. And this is in the US, a country where the NIH tells us that more than 30% of adults are overweight. So it's a thing. This is a thing. It's a struggle. And what is happening now <laughs> because of this whole situation is you probably heard about Ozempic, right? There's a couple other ones out there that are similar, but Ozempic is the new kind of like designer drug in Hollywood that is actually for diabetes, 
but makes you, for some reason, not hungry. And so everybody's on Ozempic, and that's why all these celebrities go to these things and they would like see somebody who just looks like a different person because they lost like a ton of weight. And it's crazy because <laughs> you can get this stuff now from a bunch of these companies. Like I live in New York, I see it on the subway advertisements, like these sort of like companies that you can get all these drugs from without ever having to see a doctor, which is nuts. And so this is a thing, uh, and people are trying to lose weight, but the problem with this stuff, the Ozempics of the world, is that, you know, you're not changing any habits, right? Yeah, you're not hungry, you're not eating, but then the minute you get off the Ozempic, you don't have the capacity and the tools and the mindset to maintain a healthy lifestyle. So it, usually these things don't really last, right? I mean, listen, there are certainly reasons to do this stuff. Uh, but again, it's a, it's not it's a band aid. It's not a fix. And I I've tried this thing. So we had Joey Thurman on the show earlier this season, and he was talking about something called berberine, which is kind of like the herbal version of Ozempic. I have actually tried that. It works really well. You're just not very hungry. But again, you know, you got to be careful. It's not you can take this. You cannot take this for months on end. So I did try that out because I you know I like to experiment on myself, and it it does kind of work. So berberine's interesting. I am not recommending it to you. Okay, I'm not a doctor, but there are other ways that don't require you to ingest strange herbs where you can lose some weight if you want to do it. So that's what we're going to talk about today right after this break. FOMO. Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO sapiens. Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages, but I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. FOMO. All right, everybody, we're talking about how to lose those pandemic pounds or just pounds in general. So I got for you, I got eight things. Eight things that I have used in my own life. So these are Patrick tested and tried and approved to keep weight off, to lose weight, to get in shape, all that sort of stuff. Okay, and I will start with the first one, which is just like, thankfully, very painless, I would say which is just ask yourself why. Why are you doing this? What is your goal? Because if you know why you're doing something, it's a lot easier to stick with it. Like I remember a couple of years ago, I was about to do my TED Talk. And I was like, you know, a little heavier than I wanted to be. And I, and I kind of know what I wanted to be. And I was like five pounds. And I knew I want to lose five pounds for this video. So I had a very clear goal and I just, it made it a lot easier to be like, I'm going to run an extra mile today. I'm not going to have dessert today, that kind of stuff. So having the why of why you want to do this, it'll give you a much clearer reason, a much clearer motivation for why you're going to do this stuff. And, and, and so being specific in that is super important as well. 
That's number one. Number two. This one I love because it really does work. And it, it always kind of, this is my little approach to life. And I always tell people this and they, they're always like, hmm, that's interesting. Cut the empty calories. Now, I know that's not some great insight, right? Like don't drink soda, stuff like that. But here's my little spicy secret for some of you like me who like a latte. Stop drinking milk-based coffee drinks, okay? I used to do the latte every morning. Now I just have coffee with a little splash of milk. Why is that? I don't know, how much how much calories in that milk? 100, 150 calories. You add that up over a year, we're talking thousands of calories, pounds and pounds and pounds. You make that little tiny change, you could be golden. It's that kind of stuff. It's these tiny, tiny changes. It's like, you know, I, I, if you put salt on your food without even thinking about it. I don't put salt on my food, actually. I've never done that. It was not something we did in my house growing up. So I never had that issue of like salting my food. When I see people just salting their food before they try it, I'm just it blows my mind. It's so bad for you. So these little things, just cut the milk out of the coffee and it could be, it could add up to, you know, a couple pounds every month. So that's a really powerful one. Number three, don't have those naughty snacks at home. Keep healthy food around. So I, I try not to snack. I do. I really do try. I like Fin Crisp as my snack. Now, what is a Fin Crisp? Well, it's delicious, first of all. It's really good with hummus. But it's this cracker from Finland that's just like fiber. You eat that thing. Fiber's good for you. It has like no, nothing in it. I mean, it's just like there's no fat, low calorie, filling. I, some people don't like them. I like it. But find your Fin Crisp. It could be carrots. Just find that food. Find that fat is uber healthy that you love and always stock that and don't have all the naughty things. And that'll make a huge difference. Number four. Ooh, this one I really, this gets my goat. Beware of the fake healthy food. This stuff. I remember just, you know, like, remember when the Kind Bars came out? And I don't want to get a lawsuit from the Kind Company, but like, look at the back of that package. It's it's just not good for you. High in fat and just the things are, it's out of a package, like processed foods. When I was a kid in the 90s, before I lost the 50 pounds, I used to eat all these Entenmann's and Snackwells and things. That was the worst thing I could have had. But it was positioned as healthy. It's all a lie. I hate I hate fake healthy food. It's so manipulative and mean. It's really, the people who make this stuff, like they're, they're going to get a reckoning someday in the afterlife because they're just hurting people. So do take a look at the packages. Try to eat stuff that doesn't come out of package. Just get an apple. I keep Macintosh apples in my fridge because I love a good Macintosh. It's very New England of me. And now it's what my snack will be after lunch. It's dessert. I love it. Okay. Number five. Get an accountability partner. Find somebody who also wants to do this and you can work on it together. You can inspire each other. You can keep each other honest. You can check in. You can also join an organization like a Weight Watchers or something. My mom was a member of Weight Watchers for years. She found a lot of support in that. There's a million ways to do that. But accountability, always helpful. You don't have to do it alone. Number six, quantify. Quantify everything you can. That means, and I hate stepping on the scale with a passion. I found it traumatic because of my childhood, but I forced myself to get on it in the morning. Then you know what you're dealing with. I try to count calories. I know some people say don't do that because it doesn't matter. Well, you know, it's helpful for me. So just try to keep a, you know, keep a list of what you're eating and just try to be mindful of it. I think information is power here, right? And so if you avoid the scale, and I know it stinks, right? I hate getting on it, but it really does give you information. Number seven, 
pair the pain with rewards. So when you do the exercise, if you don't like exercising, pair it with something you enjoy. Like for example, listening to FOMO sapiens, that could be nice or watching a TV show. I try to always like, you know, when I do something I don't want to do, I offer myself a reward after if I do this thing, then I'm going to be able to, you know, I'm going to take an hour and watch succession or whatever, but I try to pair those things and it makes the pain more tolerable. And finally, eight, talk about it. Do not be ashamed. I know easier said than done, but the minute you start talking about it, everybody deals with these issues. You know what I mean? Everybody. It's not easy. And there's so much shame and there shouldn't be because, you know, it's not on you. Sometimes this is genetic. Others just, you know, the way life is going, you're busy, you have things going on. It's the fact that food is manipulative. These companies lie to us on the packaging, all sort of stuff. I mean, the packaging is real, but like the way they advertise it isn't. We are raised in certain ways. We have emotional connections. There's a lot of stuff that reasons why we, why we gain weight. And so if we talk about it, it gets out in the open. We can do something about it. So those are my eight things. Now, if you have a thing that you'd like to share, a little tip, trick, or secret, reach out. You can find me at Patrick J. McGinnis on Instagram at PJ McGinnis on Twitter and at Let's Connect at PatrickMcGinnis.com. All right, everybody. Good luck with it. I'm going to keep myself honest. I'll keep you posted on how things go. Why not? Uh, and uh, we will be in touch on this. So I will see you on Thursday with Felix. And until then, take care of yourselves, FOMO Sapiens.